0: Don't miss the debut episode of The Producer's Guide with Todd Garner and his very first guest, Adam Sandler. I was shooting Little Nicky and my father came to the set. He had this new Krispy Kreme donut. And then I'm eating like two or three and talking to him and he's like, how many are you going to have? I said, that's it. And he's like, you do that every day? Download new episodes of The Producer's Guide with Todd Garner every Thursday on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. An entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze.
1: Hey, everyone. Richard Blaze. Jasmine Blaze is here from the... Uh, dining room of Casa Blaze.
2: Oh, that sounds fancy. Yeah, I'm saying
1: Casa Blaze That's because nice. um, this is another taco themed Mexican inspired episode. Yeah. Katie it's Smith. True. Katie Smith. You might not have heard of Katie Smith.
2: And it's Taco Tuesday. And appropriately so.
1: Which kind of is amazing for our podcast, I know, which drops That on we release every on Taco Tuesday. Tuesdays. Yeah. So it's <laughs> every podcast is basically Taco Tuesday. Uh, but this one's really Taco Tuesday. Katie Smith, which is the uh, creative. Executive chef for Puesto. We were hanging out at their headquarters, same place where we recorded with uh, Claudette Cepeda Wilkins last week.
2: Puesto at the headquarters at Seaport Village. I didn't say it again. San Diego. Good job. There you go. Um,
1: I found this. uh, Listen, every podcast is a little bit different, and I know how we've talked about how there's like, oh, this is the Hustle Report. This is Lunch with. This is just. We are
2: not going with lunch. (laughs) You can't just try to slide that in. in. You did. I Um, like Homegrown Heroes. Or I like restaurant report, which is also kind. But of... But I fun. feel like
1: restaurant report means like we're, like we're, we're reviewing? Like reviewing it, which we could do, but like I'd never be able to be a chef at a restaurant. No, again after I don't. That. Like I don't once think we're we reviewing. It. reviewing yeah. restaurants, I hear what you're saying. Then you okay. just got like go to a totally different side of the then of media. A, then we need another name. We already straddle that line uh, pretty carefully, um, but Katie Smith. Yeah. So she's executive creative chef. She's
2: got a crazy, amazing resume behind her, though. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I, Puesto, if you're if you're not a SoCal native, is a pretty modern taco spot. They do some pretty cool Mexico City-inspired street tacos. Um, it's fun. It's vibrant a neat place one
1: of the first places we uh dined at when yeah. we moved to san diego from atlanta that's right
2: and we were like what are they doing with that cheese right they roll there? up
1: that like so they like <laughs> griddle the cheese kind of like a frico like you like a classic sort of asiago cup that you'd put a caesar salad in but they roll tacos in it which is one of their sort of signatures yeah. absolutely delicious tacos um and that's one part of what makes katie fascinating the other part is that she was basically rick bayless's right hand yeah, uh, assistant chef, executive yeah. chef assistant on, on
2: lots of his projects. You know, books, traveling, television, events,
1: yeah, uh, restaurant work, yeah. All sor- consulting, all yeah. sorts of stuff, and um, that to me is really fascinating. One yeah. because I'm I'm not quite at that level that like a Rick Bayless was at when he had all of those things working at the same time. So like we have a small team, and we do have an amazing. Uh, chef, uh, right hand, who, uh, who takes care of us. You've heard of Scarlett on the podcast before, yep. um, but 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 Katie had had done it for a number of years for Rick Bayless, so it was really fun to sort of dig into that. Uh, I <laughs> thought that was fascinating. I just thought kids are
2: so funny. Why our kids the other day because you know Scarlett came to Disney with us, um, but separately, not like with us. She drove up separately, but right. the, I told the kids that Scarlett was coming, and they were like, "Who's that?" Right, like kids' memories are just amazing. I need to do a little research on this. Like, I feel like they just have automatic like wipe, <laughs> like complete computer wipe, at, like every six months. Right, like, just like she's Who been in the, the kitchen. I'm like she's, she's been, been in our house. house.
1: She's yeah. cooked in your in the house. Like, um, it's crazy. But it then once crazy. they saw her, they're like, oh, Scarlett. There right. You right,
2: yeah, it's all like back. They get they get like a little reboot and it comes back. But that was like cra- just crazy.
1: A matter of fact, I had I told Scarlett in Disney that she should probably steal some time with Katie yeah smith and yeah, just right. sort of like chop it up because because yeah. there's not a lot of people that are doing this i mean how many no. celebrity like big time chefs are there okay right. so throw out a number celebrity chefs 50? uh okay that's probably right. high okay. i was gonna well, say I mean, like 20 I'm benefit but, of the doubt i mean there's okay. different levels of celebrity but yeah, yeah. let's say that there's 50 chefs ones out
2: that have books podcasts tv shows and restaurants going right. there's not a ton not just a restaurateur yeah. but someone who those needs people have an assistant right
1: and and that and yeah. it's usually you know there might be a team of course, yeah. but like there's usually just one person that sort of has to have the skill set to develop recipes, s- produce you know television segments, have
2: a le- like legitimate conversation with corporate people, right? And business people, right? Have there's conversations a lot, yeah.
1: with all sorts of different people across different brands and networks, yeah. uh, and then also like deliver maybe a 400 uh, person meal, yeah. And like that's like your schedule. Like Monday, I'm doing a a show. Tuesday, I'm doing recipes for a book. Wednesday, I'm I'm on a plane, three planes. You know, Thursday, I have to do a 300 person lunch. Uh, it's a pretty amazing skill set and something that like when I was in culinary school or whatever, this type of job wasn't around. No, One well, I mean, thing-
2: they have what now? Now they do like culinary. Produce, no, not, not culinary producers, oh, school, but they do. do like food stylist school, right? Like, there are guess, finishing programs. Yeah, I think so. Well, there I are mean, like finishing programs for it. I, I don't assume. know if there's culinary producers. If not, we should like get Sandy Birdsong. On I know, know you've talked about and, that, right? But now that's like a thing. Like, and yeah. what I
1: loved about Katie is even in the conversation with her, I think she had the foresight to know that like she, what she didn't want to do was just run a restaurant.
2: Yeah, right. Coming out of culinary school, right? Like, she, I mean, that, and you could you could extrapolate that to really any you know college career and in college track you know if you know what you kind of want to do coming out of college you're like head and shoulders above 70 percent of the people that are right but what I'm, what I'm
1: saying i'll use the chef example because yeah. that's the industry i'm familiar with but like you go to culinary school you want to be a chef you want to be a chef that gets a big award you want to be a chef that one, runs a, a, a fancy restaurant and mm-hmm. gets three stars whatever it is like that's sort of the baseline dream right to be able to sort of like you know take a a, a shoot you know, or a branch off of that pipeline dream, it takes some foresight. I mean, it takes some you know nuance and like you know I'd, I'd some 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 vision.
2: Yeah, right, definitely. Um,
1: so I thought this was amazing. I think you're going to enjoy it coming up right here, Katie Smith. From oh, and Cresta. we should
2: also mention oh. that we had tacos on Taco Tuesday, oh. right?
1: Well, I mean, we—I
2: mean, it is a taco place, so you know. I just—I mentioned that because you might hear the sound of forks on a plate, you might hear chewing, you might hear water in a jug.
1: All right. Well, I have a quick little confession then. So they brought out probably twelve tacos, not uh, not including yeah, dessert, whatever yeah. their dessert yeah, tacos. Yeah, the blonde, then, yeah, uh, yeah. The a tamale, the tamale, dessert tamale, yeah. Which was, <sighs> yeah. So they brought out like twelve tacos, and we probably nibbled on like three here. You probably had one. Yeah. We went home, and I, I, I ate the rest. You ate that whole box? I ate like eight tacos. Really? Throughout the day. Really? Because we just had that box of tacos. Did you tacos. eat
2: all the tortillas? Because you do weird stuff, like you take the buns off and Wow, do you're stuff being like that. so. You you're like apart. really, really. You can't like eat after you. So no, you're I mean I know, into like but my my, that's okay. deep into my our listeners personal. should know.
1: I did not eat all of the tortillas. I didn't no, I think so. Yeah. I did not. I, I, but I did eat almost all. I ate all of the protein. That just the just carnitas, for our listeners, the steak. if,
2: you, if you're, you're ever eating with Richard and you know you want to maybe split something with him, you need to cut it in half and take your half because like, I ruin it you do I don't, you just push stuff around I'm weird because it is off, I don't like to
1: eat you know a lot of bread I don't eat the crust off a of pizza which I know is so not adult pretty sure you ate the crust last I night I did last yeah. night but that was different <laughs> here's Katie Smith from Puesto all right, here we go. Uh, Katie Smith, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And for And usually, usually it's thank you for coming into our studio, which is you know the walk-in is what we call it right. because the walk-in in a restaurant tends to be this safe, gossipy place. Oh, absolutely. Right.
3: <laughs> you cool down in there.
1: Yeah. You, sometimes, like hash physically it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Physically
3: hash it out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. So uh, you you use the walk-in sort of as um, it's an arbitration space. Mediation space. space <laughs> it's a mediation space. It's yeah. got a
3: lot of different purposes. It sure does. Like food safe temperatures. Of course. Yeah, like air out your sweaty bod sometimes nice
1: but you're not in our walk-in studio in los angeles today we're actually in one of your restaurants
3: yeah we are at we're, puesto we're at, at the puesto. headquarters at seaport village oh yes. we're at
1: headquarters
3: headquarters that
1: makes it a little uh, it's,
3: it's formal i like it, it. It's, it's right right yeah. well this area is called headquarters it was the old police headquarters oh, oh that's right
1: but I this is this that. also puesto headquarters no oh that's okay. why that
2: sign back there says jail Probably. Yeah, jail cells yeah. this way.
1: Probably yeah. that makes yeah. sense because you you could like have shore leave here. Yeah. So I'm assuming <laughs> well, at some I've, point you, you get into sure. some
3: serious yeah. trouble you and then get get some, locked up here. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Well, thank you for so much for letting us into one of your restaurants. Now you are so puesto. Real quick for for. Those who don't know, although I can't believe there are too many people that don't, how would you describe it?
3: We are a really fun restaurant. We try to throw a party every day. We are inspired by the food and the colors and the culture of Mexico City, uh, inspired by the street food in Mexico. So. Oh,
1: I love that. It's so like yeah. Mexico City specific. So yep. like an urban fun space.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I,
1: and I that's one of the best like uh, one line descriptions I've ever heard.
3: Oh, it was good. Oh, good. Yeah, like we yeah, throw, we, we, we
1: yeah. want to throw a party every day. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's what we tell our employees. That's what we try to do for our guests who come in we try to throw a party every day
1: i love that because also like uh we're too, sometimes you're a serious chef yeah but sometimes we're too serious
3: absolutely and we really the heart of our menu here at Puesto are tacos so you can't be too serious when it comes to tacos <laughs>
1: right now it's how true. what would you how would you describe the genre of like the service is this fast casual is it
3: uh, it's not fast casual, but it's not fine dining. So right. it's sort of somewhere in between. We try to, um, yes, our food is more casual and that tacos are the focus of our menu, but we've also got killer cocktails and an incredible wine list. We bring in really beautiful wines from Baja, and we have servers who know a lot about it. So we're kind of somewhere in between. We want to give our guests a really fun dining experience, but in a casual atmosphere.
1: Right. And would you, would you describe it as a, a concept? I was just speaking to another chef who was, like, so anti— concept and i i don't understand that at this i think it makes it
2: so easy for diners like if you if you have a concept if your concept is clear i think it just makes it
3: easy i agree completely and i think we've got this is our second of four locations and we are in the process of building two more um so we're going to be all over california by the end of the year and we've got people who come eat in all of our restaurants so we've got people who are here and then they're in orange county the next day at one of our stores and um, I think it's nice. They like to know what they're about to get into, if they're going to bring a family out for dinner or if they're going to go have a business meeting. They want to know where they're going, right. they're, what they're going to experience.
1: Exactly. And as long as it's not like, I mean, I think that the issue that probably on the surface most people have with concepts is just that they, they can be cookie cutter. Cuesto's not. Like, obviously, people know I'm involved with Crack Shack. Mm-hmm. You know, that is as well has sort of like a local soul to it, regardless of where the location is. 100%. Um, what's your title?
3: I am the executive creative chef. Here.
1: First of all, that's an amazing title.
3: It's Cue the, the air horns.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cue the air horns, Heather. <laughs> executive, crea- C- executive creative chef. Yeah. Um, which is like, I, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, like, if you're going to do... Like, it's
3: like my dream job and yeah. my dream title. I'm yeah. good. I'm here. I'm It sad. is.
1: So yeah. how does... Are, are, you, are you the first ever executive creative chef of Cuesta?
3: Yes. So there is Chef Louisine, who is the chef partner, owner, okay. started the company. right? Um, and then I get to come in and do all the fun stuff. So you do? I do. I get to come up with um, all of our new tacos for, we do a Taco the Month program. So that's all something I get to do. I get to come up with our quarterly menu changes. We change our menu seasonally. Right. And um, I get to train all of our chefs on that. And then all of the fun media things, all these events and festivals, I get to come oh, up yeah. with the food for that. That's Absolutely. amazing. That's yeah. a good job.
1: It's, it's, a dr- it's a dream job Yeah. for, for, a, for a chef. But yeah. you've
3: had a lot
2: of really interesting jobs, yeah. I would say, right? Absolutely,
1: you have. Yeah, yeah right. Um, so you, we, you're, we you're
2: coming from um, the Bayless yeah. Empire, right? Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and, I and spent like three and a half years working for Rick Bayless. Right, but you didn't just like work like you didn't just like work the line at one of his restaurants, right? No. So like, what did you do? Because I I know and he <laughs> yeah,
1: knows, we, but yeah. you gotta you tell, gotta tell get everyone what you did in the uh, the Rick You Bayless probably empire. have
3: uh, a me. In your in your setup, no, we need don't. one though. Well, probably, you need one. Oh, we do, we do I, need we, one. We looked we at, at all your positions one. and yeah. we were like, "Why don't we have that position?" Well, it, when you do start hiring that position, I'd be happy to help you interview. Okay, and ask yeah. the right questions, find you the right candidate. We're we're gonna Perfect. take you up on that okay. uh, <laughs>
1: yes. consulting uh, moment for us yeah, yes. because that's true. So what what have, what have you done for uh, so Rick I started Bayless, off, Bayless?
3: Uh, I started off as his. Uh, Culinary assistant is what they called it. And then right. I ended up doing his uh, test kitchen director. Right. See, so that means a lot of different things. So whenever you go do a food festival, sure. all those TV swaps, ta look. And now this is what it looks like when it's ready. Right. Somebody's got to make that. Sure. That was me. Somebody's got to come up with the content to do it, all of those. That yeah. you would probably get approval on. But somebody's going to spend a lot of time brainstorming five ideas to present to you. Yeah. And then you pick the one you want to do with that. Absolutely. So how did you get that? I How did you start in that position? With I still don't know the answer to that question. Okay. <laughs> mm. uh, I'd been working as I went to culinary school in Baltimore and I worked for um, Michael Mina at a restaurant in the Four Seasons there for a few years mm-hmm. and then was moving to Chicago and really didn't want to work in restaurants anymore. I really wanted to do more food company, be R&D chef and work in media or sort of from um, for like a food production company. Sure. Yeah. Why, why did you? Why? Lifestyle, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Totally. I'm not. Thank I'm, I'm not in real. my twenties. No, I, so hard. I want a life. I, I, yeah. I want to sleep sometimes. Yes.
1: Yeah, so so you're doing that. So then you're with then you're on. Well, you're interviewing. You're interviewing, so I, was for interviewing. I was
3: working on the food side and I started doing some events with them, sort of during the interview process. And then uh, his position working directly with Rick opened up, so I interviewed for that. And I honestly think I got the job halfway through my interview because we we got off on this tangent and started talking about theater. Right. And we're both theater nerds.
1: Exactly. Well,
3: and yeah. we clicked. Uh-huh. And, yeah, great. That's and one how of I his one of nice. his
1: daughters a big theater. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Lainey went to yes.
3: NYU and did theater. Yeah.
1: There you go. Wow. Yeah. So so you you found the thing that sort of connected you that was besides great Mexican cuisine and a love for Correct. Mexico.
3: Yeah. And the great news too is I probably would have talked about my knowledge of Mexican cuisine Like right. been allowed to keep talking about food. Right. Which at that point in retrospect I didn't know anything about actual Mexican <laughs> no. food. I right. knew like Interesting. what all Americans think they know about Mexican exactly. food, which is like Tex Mex. Right. You're like, yeah.
1: usually I go for the well, uh well, yeah, the enchilada. I love the
3: enchiladas, <laughs> Yeah. 100%. Uh most of the times
1: I stay red sauce, but mm-hmm. everyone, right? I uh I don't like cilantro. <laughs> and and there it is. Exactly. I, so then so that so that position already existed within his team. Yes. And then uh you jumped on. Yeah. And your primary role then in the beginning was So like all you said, festivals,
3: festivals, Bayless media in general. So right right when he hired me, he started work on his most recent cookbook, More Mexican Every Day. Right.
1: So let's let's I want to unpack this just for a second. because I feel like a lot of the people that listen to us are, you know, they're they're in the restaurant world Mm -hmm. and like they're just, you know, some of them are just starting out. Right. So like. And they, and they might not work for like a big time celebrity chef. And like they know me, but I'm not a big time celebrity chef. But Rick Bayless, again, at that moment too, or well, even now, yeah. I mean, you're talking about multiple books, you're talking about multiple television shows, yes. multiple restaurants. And yeah. also, it's a helicopter bringing food from yes. Cuesto, on, it I looks like. Here we go. A We've got a, a All
2: taco right, delivery. so we're being
1: interrupted. Remind me to get back into that. We real will quick.
2: always take um, time for a talk. This is delivery.
1: great. By the way, um, Katie Smith. Thank you, chef and and puesto team here uh lydia my friend lydia Um, we have done only a couple of location shows and uh not every chef decides to bring out food uh and no no one brings out this much food (laughs)
3: I literally said, you don't need perfect. to bring out this much. And he was like, no, no, it'll, no, no, it'll no. look good. Nice. Yeah, well,
1: Who, who's well, dropping the food yeah, off?
3: Yeah, right. This is Chef Edgar Chong. Yes. Hey,
1: Edward, hey. what's going on?
3: He is our CDC here.
1: Ooh, CDC, so chef de cuisine, Correct. right? Uh, or, or chef de cucina. Perhaps <laughs> How I, what's that? The de, de cocina. De cocina. Hefe, yeah. because yeah. thank you, man. I've just been have I've had I've horrible Spanish.
3: That's all right. Um, what do we what do we
1: what do we have in front of us?
3: So first, we did hear you were doing maybe vegan right I wa- now. I, I was in, in ten. Forgive days, her. Yes, okay. Forgive her. This yeah. is uh, we have a new plant-based menu that just came out last week. Nice. Very and this is on our plant-based menu. So this is our veggie tartar tostaditas. Oh, nice. So um, at the bottom, mm. what you Looks can't good. see does. is Ciccio pac. It's a yucatecan pepita dip it's sort of like hummus but spicy and they make it in yucatan it's amazing Uh, with some just some shaved raw vegetables and our uh, serrano aioli it's not an actual aioli there's no egg in it totally vegan a little spicy kind of fresh awesome Uh, this is our al pastor taco award-winning taco chicken al pastor with our pineapple pico our filet another award-winning taco marinated filet mignon crispy melted cheese and our pistachio salsa super classic carnitas tacos and this is our secret menu
1: Ooh, this whoa, is the secret menu
3: here not taco. a secret anymore no <laughs> there we go you gotta know to okay get this one so it's uh basically our filet mignon taco so it's our marinated filet mignon wrapped in crispy melted cheese uh, but also topped with main lobster claws chipotle mayo and crispy onions
1: wow. wow first of all everything looks amazing chipotle mayo is the reason
3: oh. i can't be vegan for a long time that's true can you
1: yeah. make sure yeah, yeah can totally. we can we sh- we get we need photos I, I Tran laughed right before I'll the, the good right. part. You got it? Okay, good. Yeah. Couple, basically, and like most um, like cool millennials, even though I'm not a millennial or cool, um, <laughs> it's like before we eat, can everyone get their photos in? Which is kind of a thing that has to happen. By the way, Chef, I love your uh, your uh, Marine camo uh, apron. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> very,
1: very, very San Diego. Oh, Shout Thank out to Ellen Bennett, who's been on the podcast before. Um, so this is crazy. Um, one of the things that you do here that's a big brand differentiator that yeah. I had never seen until I went to Puesto is the wrapped in cheese thing. Can we get into that real quick?
3: Yeah. It's, um, it's crispy melted cheese. So... There's a word for it in Spanish that, of course, I'm blanking on. That's right all right. Now. That's the all right. The direct translation literally means scab. Not, right. Not the sexiest. Yeah. No.
1: But, uh, but it's I love totally that Totally yeah. something yeah. they
3: do on the street in Mexico City. Right.
1: So, can you ask for extra cheese scabs? Like, that's what that's going to be my. my <laughs> extra my, cheese scabs. No. We'll call yeah. it
3: the, the blaze. Yeah,
1: I live the blaze. Yeah, extra yeah. scabby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I kind of like <laughs> I like that. But it is one of those things when you see it. Because um, uh, our first eating. experience at the La Jolla location, yeah. and like you see them doing it, you're like, oh, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, maybe if you're a cook, you've made a frico and you've seen it right. made before Parmesan, a, a Parmesan or, Caesar yeah. salad or something like that. I'm taking us all back to the '80s, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but to wrap a taco in it, that's like the big differentiator outside the fact that all the food is super delicious. Yeah. Um, you jump in while I talk, or right? but feel free because yeah, I'm back gonna. To you. Get back to you. Uh, I want to get back to the thing, the, the, the Rick Bayless thing, because yeah. you have this position now. That, I'll, that it you know going back with Bayless you're that most people don't even know really exist
3: you know I
1: because you're a chef
3: 100%. but now you're not working
1: the line you're not expediting service mm-hmm. but you're doing a, a ton of really important work for one of the countries Biggest celebrity chefs. Yeah,
3: it was incredible in that working directly for Rick, I and got to be involved in everything he was involved in. And so you had
1: no experience really doing that part of it no, prior no. to this. Correct. Just, so this was just, just because cooking
3: on the line is basically because
1: what you me. love Broadway. <laughs>
3: because I love Broadway, literally. Nice. Um, and I mean, I'm a really hard worker and really willing to learn. And I, I don't have a big ego about things. Right. And I think. I think he saw that part in me and, and thought that I would be a good fit.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like he's one of those people. And, again, I've, I've had the, the good fortune to do a couple of things mm-hmm. with uh, Chef Bayless. Uh, you know, a lot of chefs get, they, we say that they're thoughtful. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's, like, sort of, I feel like the godfather of thoughtfulness. 100%. Right? Was this pre-yoga Rick Bayless?
3: No. He was He sti- Oh, so he's was, an old-school
1: yoga guy, too. He's an old-school
3: yoga yeah. guy. Really? I yeah. didn't know. I thought this was,
1: like, a newish thing for no,
3: him. It's no, it's not. Um, one of my favorite things to
1: do is to troll uh, Rick Bayless' Instagram account and, and look at topless pictures of him doing handstands.
3: I'll tell you one of my favorite <laughs> things to do was was when you travel with Rick, like you could be filming a TV show where you are working 18-hour days and you've got a seven 6.45 a.m. call time. Uh, you've got to be down at the lobby of your elevator at 6.45. If you go out to the pool or to the gym at 6.15 that morning – Rick Bayless is in a tank top on his head yeah. uh, at 6.15 that yeah. morning.
1: Yeah. That's kind of – like, yeah. and let's break that down to like I also have been doing some work with some like bigger time CEOs of other companies. It's kind of a common trait for super ultra successful people, which is really my, my way of telling myself I need to start waking up earlier.
2: I, Did you get that email I sent you?
1: That's what I mean. Right. <laughs> uh, no, they, like, like they get up and they have a routine yep. and they kind of do it every day. And like I think the, the that mind and body is all sort of one. And
3: hundred yeah. percent. I, I, I call it self-care Sundays mm-hmm. in my yeah. house. Um, I think it's the thing that you have the luxury of getting away with not doing when you're really young. And the older you get and the harder you work and ideally the more successful you become, the more you have to really schedule it into your life. Whatever it is for you, whether it's working out or meditating or...
1: Yeah, I just, sure. said, that, I just said that about, in an interview that I, or another podcast where I was the guest, I said that about family time. Yeah. And when I said it, I felt like I was being like, like douchey. But then I realized, no, like, if you care about it, whether it's your own personal health or your family's health, like, you do have to kind of, like, treat it like it's your job.
3: 100%. Yeah, you put really? it in the calendar. Put yeah. it in the calendar. Yeah. Totally. Right, I, I feel I've, I've started. Thank you for
1: validating me. I've started recently
2: um, setting my alarm before I naturally will wake up
1: mm-hmm.
2: or yeah setting another alarm so like to wake myself up before like our kids wake us up or whatever it is and it gives me like 10-15 minutes it's not a lot of time it's like literally 10 or 15 minutes and, but it's my time uh-huh. and it's just it's really important it really is like a centering thing but yeah. we're back on a little meditation this is my other podcast <laughs> Jasmine Meditates we'll
1: what was it on. it's just food we <laughs> got into a fight <laughs> two days ago driving to L.A. doing the podcast. No. And I think I said mm. in a moment of, uh, not rage, but rage sounds good for audio.
2: Yeah, it does. <laughs> it paints a good picture. Yeah.
1: Where I was like, well, then why don't you just go do your own podcast?
2: <laughs> Seriously. Where he's like a child, basically. And yeah. I was like, I will. And I'll call it, it's just food. Mm. And Richard Blaze is a dick. That was, yeah. a, that was a subtitle in my yeah, yeah.
1: Which, by the way, I think the more successful podcast would be Richard Blaze is a dick.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: that that would really, really. Work. I would
3: listen to that on my commute. Every day. <laughs> exactly,
1: <Yeah>. exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, so now you have this this incredible job, though. Ken, do you think where you're handling pretty much everything for Rick Bayless? That's not involved with like the service of a restaurant, right?
3: Well, no. Okay. <laughs> wow. So this it's, is, it's a it's a small company. All right? of his restaurants are re- almost all. Well, he's got two new ones now, but all, almost all of his restaurants are right next to each other in a row. Right. And. Uh, our offices are upstairs. I've
1: been downstairs. Yeah. Or is it a downstairs? I got a tour once of.
3: Upstairs is the test kitchen, downstairs is private dining.
1: Oh, maybe it was uh, Maybe you just I didn't get. I just got a tour. I you
3: got a of get to go private dining. I got to maybe see
1: some like room. Out. It might have been the like with a the private dining you know, room with the saw, library. Yeah,
3: yeah that's offices, the test kitchen. I okay, that's I, got, yeah, I yeah. got a library, yeah.
1: a library that tour. That was my office. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It
3: is amazing. It's a it's, magical it's place. Intimidating. So they, it's intimidating.
1: It's like there's a. There.
3: She was probably there when we got that tour. Maybe. It was. It's a
1: bat cave sort of thing, yeah. right? Where well, like, you oh. know.
3: So you know what? You probably got it before I was there. They they kind of remodeled it right yeah, it was, after it was, I left. It was years His and years office ago. used to be there, and so they they ended up 2010 maybe? building out. Right. Yeah. yeah it was okay. So you're after.
1: doing more than just events and books and. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's a small company, so I did everything. That it's my personality to just say yes to everything and take on anything and and help however I can. Right. So by the end of my tenure there, I was also doing things like helping manage the laundry account and managing what we spent on kitchen towels and uniforms, uh, which was super Sexy and glamorous, right? And then um, also doing all of the printing for our menus, which we did in house. And I mean, like, there's just a lot of stuff you get involved in,
1: right? But you're but you're coming in mostly as a trained chef. You have other like, did you do other things in your life Absolutely that were that? Absolutely not. That's it's amazing just, to me.
3: It's a small company, and you get it. It becomes a family. And I feel
1: like here's the thing for that position, which by the way we don't have, but we're gonna work with you to find a yeah. person for it. Well, <laughs> well, we do, but you know, we no, we. I have a travel assistant chef, Scarlett, who sometimes on the pot. She's great. Yeah. But it's the most important part about that position is being the chef. Yes. Because the other thing you can the other things you can kind of figure out.
3: hundred percent. But
1: you can't really teach someone how to do a two hundred person dinner mm-hmm. on the road yep. or how to set up a television segment. Correct. Or do recipes for books, right?
3: Right. Or even work with hotel restaurants about sourcing the specific ingredients that you need for for dinner.
1: Right. I'm so sure you've had that experience exa- oh, where you
3: I- asked for <laughs> one thing and got something totally different. Yeah.
1: Are, no. you gonna, are you going to are going to share no, I, a personal I know story? I
3: just had that happen
1: like. Oh, it happens. I mean, it's literally every like it's literally there's a contingency plan for all of those moments. The chef the road chef isn't really being nice to us. The road chef can't find that ingredient. The road mm-hmm. and like how many levels of nicety almost Correct. Right. You're it's and especially a world I live I in. Think
3: in. in Mexican food where where I'm asking for Special dried chilies or ingredients that maybe they just aren't used to in this place, and right. that, that Rick has to have. Right. I can't tell you how many weird things I've also packed in my suitcase, no, no, no. or like oh. how many how many layers of clothes I've wrapped avocados in so that I get perfect avocados. For
1: it. Okay, give me give me a weird uh, give me a weird traveling with Rick Bayless thing that I packed in my suitcase story. Um, m- mine is I always have like things popped when I when I, when I have traveled with food. I have one where it was clam juice. I was traveling with, like, yeah, gallons of clam juice in a suitcase because I was young and silly. Um, And it, like, came out of the bag, uh, you know, the the bag conveyor belt, like, with smelling like low tide. And I was like, oh, those deli containers. This was before, like, sous vide and everything. Of course. It was just not really good. Or, like, I've had, like, soy sauce explode and it's, like, all sorts of horrible things.
3: I've actually been And I think TSA
1: sometimes is just, like... Picking on me. Yeah. yeah.
3: They're like, what are those knives? And then what the hell is yeah. that other weird substance? Exactly. Yeah. So
1: you've been you've been blessed to not really have any crazy things happen with... Uh...
3: I did travel. We were filming the TV show down in the Yucatan. Right. And got this beautiful salt from Celestun. Mm-hmm. That they somebody gifted to Rick, um, and it's generally pink salt, but it was kind of white. And I had this huge bag of like white (laughs) substance. Oh, yeah. I got I got stopped a little bit. By the way, (laughs) harassed a little.
1: Welcome to the world of molecular gastronomy. (laughs) I travel with 19 miscellaneous white powders. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you have to tell
1: them, no, it's, that's xanthum. Yeah. You're thickening your saliva right now. Mm. That's what you're doing right now. So, okay. Now I'm going to dive deep into that position because yeah. I'm, it's a, that, that is really, to me, also, what's the word I'm looking for, socially or chemistry-wise, a really challenging position because how did was there any, and how did you deal with animosity, whether it was from team members within the Bayless camp that had other positions okay. or... Like visiting chefs slash uh, other producers that you had to work with, or was there you're...
3: i didn 't have the, i didn 't actually have that it's wow, like, so
1: how did you how has that happen because again I think it,
3: the hardest thing that I had to deal with sometimes was going into Fancy hotels or visiting restaurants where no one has... I I, I work for Rick Bayless. For all intents and purposes, I'm his personal assistant. I happen to also be a chef. Right. And I'm coming in and I'm bossing around a kitchen full of... Chefs who are right. frequently older than I am, a bunch of dudes right. Okay, and that's what am That's men. what that's
1: exactly what I'm talking and about. And I know by the that way.
3: my head's on the chopping block if I don't get what Rick wants. Coming. Right. So I've got to just come in and whether I'm scared right. <laughs> or intimidated or not, act like I'm not. And
1: that's exactly what I'm talking about yeah. by the way. So like it have again. We but that wasn't
3: my, so much within our company. It wasn't as, within as. Right. Yeah, and
1: not that not that we have it within, but it's just you know it's. I guess I'm always very curious about other people's feelings, right? I mean, of like as you are, and it's like you know there is this part where like you're somehow you got the job where you're working with Rick Bayless every day next to him, yeah. And there's got to be someone on the line at Topolabumbo or whatever that's like that's what I want to do.
3: Well, it's a very different trajectory. Sure. So sure. I don't. Um it's it's just a very different trajectory. So right. if their their goal probably eventually is to go open their own small restaurant one day and get their own Michelin star, whereas I'm sort of more on the R and D track and the media and publishing side of it. So we're not going for the same thing. Exactly. And my, my job working directly for Rick isn't gonna get yeah. me a restaurant.
1: And it's their fault. They made the mistake, by the way. Yeah,
3: I mean I I agree with that. <laughs>
1: Hey, if you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for, but what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, which is important, and all of the comfort, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price because TrueCar shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want and their certified dealers know this so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business so when you're ready to buy a new or used car visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience some features are not available
0: in all states New every Tuesday to Podcast One, Shenanigans with Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules.
3: Now I'm living in a new city. Yeah. I'm hanging with a new group of people. I have a new job. I'm in a different life. Mm-hmm. But watching back my old life from last year and my old apartment with my old boyfriend, like, it just started to get to where I'm like, I'm very happy in Vegas. And I know I say I'm happy. I'm happy. I always say Sheena. that the people don't even <laughs> believe me anymore. But... Yeah, you're like you're like the girl who cried happy instead
2: of the boy who cried wolf. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: to hear more shenanigans with Sheena Shea, subscribe exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, dot and the new Podcast One app. Don't forget to rate, review, and leave a five star rating. Now back to starving for attention with Richard Blaze, also
2: the culinary director for his podcast is that right yeah absolutely he yeah. has a- why don't we have a culinary director for our podcast
1: well because our podcast isn't really about food this is one of the few times that we've actually are really talking about or even have food in front of us maybe that's what my podcast
2: is. will be about you, food. Why don't you-
1: <laughs> hold on from this moment on jasmine blaze you are the culinary producer <laughs> of this podcast I a, I well, well, wait, okay but let's talk about so you, you really on the podcast you by the way you look like a podcaster
3: I've got a face for radio. No, Is that that's what you're not saying? what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> First know. of that's all, you,
2: by, like, you yeah. look
1: smart and hip.
3: It's the Except it's the glasses. It's the, yeah, glasses. It's the, it's yeah. the
1: really so cool. For, yeah. yeah, thank um, you. You're just mad you lost your glasses this morning. I don't have my glasses on, and I can like it was me. It. it was yeah, it was me saying that you look like a hipster, basically. Thank you. Um, so what? So uh, culinary for <laughs> from a podcast, you talked through recipes, right? I'm assuming this was a like a dive into like. So regional no. Mexican cuisine, no. Okay. So
3: uh, Rick and Steve Dolinsky have this podcast called Steve the Dolinsky.
1: There's yeah. a shout out. Oh yeah, some Chicago boys Stevie. right there.
3: Um, and they would have a guest chef every week, and they would do a 15 minute cooking challenge. So they would have a specific ingredient you can use. It's it's geared towards teaching home cooks how to work with seasonal ingredients. So okay. You get to use five other ingredients other than the 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 one special ingredient you're working with. Got it. And 15 minutes to put this dish. And then, so
1: you did. This was also a vlog, a vlog as well. Like you did some video. They did. Yeah, okay. they did some
3: video for it. So I would uh, coordinate with all the visiting chefs and then come up with Rick's content for it. And, and then you're and laying out the
1: ingredients that. and and setting the timer and sort of being everything that's involved. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fun. Off camera. So you you know. did, you've done, you did it all. And then so, so uh, which by the way, also this is just a little silly story about Rick Bayless. Ooh. Do you know that a lot of people, this has happened three times, a lot of people, this has happened three times, TSA has mistaken me for Rick Bayless
3: in Chicago?
1: No, never in Chicago. Okay. But while they're looking at my idea, it's just because phonetically Rick Bayliss and Richard Blaze have some similar. There obviously there's they, no physical
3: They've got some like I've seen this this guy right. on TV. Right. A, so outside
1: about, of the yeah. fact that we're both just like white dudes yeah. like fair skinned white dudes yeah. there's no reason especially if you're looking at my idea yeah. and, it, it, and they and you're never are quite the same age right no and, and, and like he's nicer than I am he's, he's thinner than <laughs> I there's so many he's more talented all these things but like and also they usually it's happened twice of the three times where they look they're looking at my ID and then they, they're like I love your brother Skip And, like, first of all, right, okay, look at this. I love your reaction. Even if I was Rick Bayless, why would your introduction to me be like, I love your brother, Skip?
3: Yeah. That's just fueling sibling rivalry. (sighs) Right. I
1: just, it's, 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 but those are true stories. Mm. Can you believe
3: it? I I can believe it. Right. But I'm. I'm also surprised.
1: Yeah, it's it's literally yeah, yeah, exactly. All oh, you There's white no, guys look the no same. No similarities. I uh, it's not like I'm rolling with like a bunch of like uh, Mexican ingredients. Or, <laughs> Hold on. Oh, here's my choco no and all of these sort of things. Um, so um, here's the here's an interesting question. Why would you leave that job? Because that's kind of an amazing.
3: It was incredible. And I definitely wasn't quite ready to leave, but I, I'm from Southern California. My family's ah, here. So there we go. My I just got married, so my wife's Congratulations. Wife and I, thank you. Your
1: wife's name?
3: Tanya. Tanya.
1: Tanya. Shout out to Tanya who I hear has the, an epic hairstyle.
3: She's got we, a we, perfect we, fade.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. perfect. I don't. I go to like <laughs> you, she has two barbers, you were saying. Yeah, and I, I have and bars. I go wherever's open and like sometimes you know, I
3: hear stare. I hear they're not always super friendly to you. They're not. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You have listened of to some. Of, I've listened to your podcast.
1: Barbers are the new. My, my, my shtick is that barbers, barbers are the new mixologists mm-hmm. who are the n- we're the new baristas. <laughs> yes. We're like they're so cool for you that like they can't just be nice to you because they're in there whatever it is. They're and They have their handlebar mustache, mm-hmm. and that's a more of a mixologist thing. But like, yeah, I go into barbershop sometimes, and you're like,
3: now it's beards, I guess. Yeah. Beard Ooh, you're is the right. new it is, and I mustache. just
1: recently right. had to get rid of my beard. It is beard, yeah, yeah. with oil with and all. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> we got sideways <laughs> a little bit sideways, here. But
3: you, so you, you're, you, you're coming back. home. You're coming home. back oh, home. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're from so, Irvine. Uh, I grew up in Irvine. There you go. Yeah, so I wanted to come back to my family. We we don't have kids yet, but. In the next i don't know some amount of years we're going to start a family okay we could try got- to talk
1: you out of it okay. we'll, no, i'm just, I'm just no. kidding we love our kids okay Stop. right yeah. so, so we you coming, free it was free child coming home. Care. yeah so you 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 you, yes. you you were both in chicago yes and that make listen i shout out to chicago
3: it's amazing but it's cold
1: it, yes, oh, and, it, very cold, but there's so much culture, and so, like, Chicago, I recently, my last trip to Chicago, where I was in the West Loop, right, Yeah. and it's, it's becoming amazing. such a spot right now, yeah. it's like me yeah. packing New York, Yes. so right. much energy, and I was like, yeah, this is my, this is my kind of town, which, I did that, that's a pun of a, that is, yeah, it's good, it's good. Um, but so you leave Chicago, big culinary Mecca. If yeah, you.
3: and it's I mean we miss it. We go back as much as we can right. and go two a day dinners and go eat everywhere sure. we can and but, but um
1: sunshine and beaches and seventy two degrees is nice too.
3: And and family. And right. Family. Yeah. yeah. And not
1: and being you obviously have a, a passion for Mexican cuisine.
3: Yeah. I mean, I got to travel all over Mexico with Rick and filming his TV shows and doing cooking classes oh with him, and I sort of accidentally became an expert in it, and I, I accidentally fell in love with it.
1: Did, did he did he fly first class and you you flew coach?
3: Yeah, a lot of the times. Nice. That, uh, I, I'm I got, asking because I, I travel with times. team members, yeah. too. It's yeah. more like I just...
1: I. I He's got know. a lot
3: of points. I don't know I don't that many That's what it is. It's points. the miles. Yeah. It's
1: the miles. As a matter of fact, my assistant this year just got to the next level because yes. she's, she's had a job now yeah. for over a year. And that was like a big moment. Yeah. And I was like, that's
3: great. That's. I, that means works. I have absolutely flown coach with Rick, though, and his wife.
1: Yeah. Oh, it wasn't, again, it was, it's more of like, I'm just trying to figure out my thing. So I'm yeah. getting guidance through you.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's rude.
1: No. Okay, good. Yeah, that's yeah. not rude. <laughs> not at all. Um, so then how did you get the, the gig at Puesto?
3: So I just started putting feelers out. I didn't think it would happen as quickly. And literally the day I had talked to a recruiter, um, then that next day I, I had a Skype interview with um, Puesto. Wow. And um, we just really connected. And I wasn't planning on staying in restaurants, but um, they got to talking about what they really needed and what, what they were looking for in an R&D chef here. And I thought it, it just felt perfect. So I, I... I miss Chicago a lot, but I love my job here, and I yeah. love this company, and it's super fun. I get to work with a lot of young chefs every single day, and we really do take it to heart about throwing a party every day, and we try yeah. and create a really fun atmosphere. Well, it
1: works. You guys are, are crushing it. As a matter of fact, I think Presto was one of our – when we moved to San Diego from Atlanta, it was one of our first meals.
2: Yeah, it was. It was in La Jolla. And, yeah, California. in La Jolla, and, and one of
1: the first, like – yeah, yeah, this place is legit. This is different. Yeah. Not just uh, not, not only does it have fine dining places, not only is it so close to Mexico, not only is it beautiful, but wow, this is an this is an emerging brand right here.
2: Yeah, yeah. I the, mean, so do you think Presto will make use of your um, many talents in in media? In, in you know, like uh, it, cookbooks, podcasts, yeah. TV shows. Like, are they thinking down that lane? Are you thinking
3: down that lane? Um, I mean, I don't know about a cookbook anytime soon, right. but absolutely. I get to use, like, all of my talents all the time here. Yeah. So I get to I get to teach people a lot. I get to talk about Mexican food and, and our passion for it. And I get to be creative. It's, like, all of my favorite things I really get to do. Yeah,
1: like what's – uh, Katie, what's basically, like, a, a day in life, like a, a – a normal day in the life?
3: Um, I usually get up, and I do the same thing. I set an alarm first early. Wow. That's I good. check email at home before I leave just to see. You're going to be friends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and see what what's going to happen. I end up in one of the restaurants. I live in Orange County, so I'm usually in one of our two restaurants up there first. Okay. Um and I sort of use it as one of my offices, so checking, it just depends. Some days there's, I do a lot of photo shoots. We do a lot of media outreach and work with magazines, local magazines. So and,
1: similar to sort of how it was with Bayless, every day is a little bit different.
3: Every day is different. Um, right now I'm starting to brainstorm our summer menu. So we just changed to our spring menu, which means i have got to start thinking about our summer menu change. So right. uh, I'll be testing recipes and writing recipes and doing that right now
1: how much is Puesto now I'm sort of segue to the business side how much are you guys like thinking about technology and even like what you're saying like it's a party every day quite honestly every brand now whether it's personal or a business needs to be a lifestyle brand and like um, technology is a big part of that is there uh, like are there any things up ahead for Puesto as far as as far as like dive like, how, how what's the social media game look like for Puesto like
3: well, how we, are you
1: engaging your guests
3: we spend a lot of time and energy in social media right. so we've got Lydia who's our brand director who uh, yeah, no, yeah, sure. yeah.
1: In, in earshot but yeah, yeah. okay
3: but probably on social media actually right. Right. Uh, she s- does incredible stories for us we do we just do a ton. One of our owners, his whole background is in marketing. Right. So a lot about that. But we are, we're really interested in technology that relates to the food industry. So we are like C2IT. If you know anything about C2IT, we've spent the last like two years since I've been here building up our C2IT platform and it's really...
1: What is it? Just for everyone who's listening So
3: C2IT is a software that... Once you get it fully set up, it, it writes all your well. You write the recipes, but you input it. It does all of your inventory. It um it will help do projections and make prep lists for you. Once you put in your you like literally put in your numbers every day, and it will start projecting what your prep lists for are for right. you. I mean, wow. it's it's pretty incredible.
1: So, what's the um what is the uh, growth? Um, strategy look like? You said there's a couple new restaurants opening up this year?
3: So we definitely have two new restaurants that are opening in Northern California this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just always looking for places. We love, we love to be in uh, North San Diego. We don't have a spot there yet. We love to end up there. And we're okay. Looking for we the can right. chat about it. Yeah. We, ha- we have, we have <laughs> one
1: in North San Diego. We can talk about the uh, the, the, challenge, the joys and challenges yeah. of, of North San Diego. So is
3: it, you think California only for now? or For now looking... but it's not, it's not we don't want to stop there.
1: Right. Yeah. Obviously, I, and this is what I, I mean. If you're bringing on a uh, an executive creative chef, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. There's a gro- There's a big. Yeah. Upside as far as growth. Is we've concerned. also
3: got um, an incredible woman who's our director of education. And, Whoa. Yeah. And she's, you have
1: the most amazing titles here. I know. Director of education. She, what does that job do?
3: So she creates um, all of our training systems and programs, and we've got these really cool culture guides with. Um, information about our owners and our partners and our just our attitude and Mexican culture. Uh, It's got really fun drawings that Kayla has made and, and what we're really focusing on right now and as a, has a whole company putting a lot of time and energy into is how we scale up, but not feel like a chain
1: and how we create individual
3: relationships in our communities that we go into and in our stores, whether, so we're opening in Northern California. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like with all of us, Living down here, and we don't want these people working for us up north to feel like they're on an island. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. we're trying to figure out what that looks like and how we can not feel like a corporate chain, but continue to grow.
1: One, one of the do you, are the menus this exact same at every location?
3: They're a little different at every location, and part of it's because we keep changing what our kitchens look like. Right. So initially. Go. Uh, We were going to be fast casual. Right. That was the initial concept in La Jolla. Used to be like a walk-up line and order. Yes. Yeah. And then we opened. That's different now. It's totally different. Oh, so wow. We have changed so how our kitchens the are built. you
1: can't see the, kitch- the We've cheese got being open rolled kitchens. out now? Okay.
3: We still have open kitchens, but mm-hmm. it's not, you don't order. Yeah, you don't stand there. And <laughs> you don't stand there and order and walk down and build your taco, you know? Got it. So. Um,
1: Is that because people just don't know how to build, it? they just don't know how to build the right thing?
3: <laughs> no. When it
1: comes to like build your own stuff, like, I mean, obviously well, Chipotle did a great job at it, but there's five things to pick, right? Yeah, some of yeah, it. And I mean, hard. like
3: our filet mignon taco, I love this pistachio salsa with this. Yeah. I don't want pistachio salsa. My chicken a store.
1: Right, but so, if you're not like in the know, you you'll throw those things together. Yeah,
3: maybe I love pistachios. Yeah. yeah,
1: like let me try that, and then all of a sudden you have a you might have a dish that's not as, as as great.
3: But we actually opened this restaurant after our first in La Jolla, and we had a full bar here, and it really was very successful, and people liked it a lot. So mm-hmm. then we when the space next to us in La Jolla opened up, we bought that, built a full bar, and changed.
1: Unreal. Yeah. Um, one of the other ways to keep things, like you're saying, local and not feel like it's a, a big corporate endeavor, is the staffing of it, right? Of so, and one of the best parts about growth, to me, again using Crack Shack as the example, is, is it's great. Someone's making money, hopefully down the road, uh, not me, but um, is <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, it's it's really that your team members and the staff have an opportunity to grow, right? So, uh, are, are people like are, are, now that you have multiple restaurants, are there people who have become, you know, cooks to chefs. We promote from
3: within, almost exclusively. Wow,
1: see, I love that. I love that. That's so important.
3: And that's the way to keep the culture going, you know. I actually, I do think you can't only do that because I do, I think, I think there's a lot of things that you learn working for other chefs as a chef, as a sous chef, and so I do think... A healthy balance between having C.D.C.s that or sous chefs who came up from your restaurant, and then also some that you got from other places. I think that balance is really important. Yeah. I, um, I agree with
1: you. Yeah, the ke- that's an important a important part of chemistry. Yeah, but especially I do, when you're doing all uh, locations that are further away, like you're saying in Northern California it's good sometimes to have some like real local talent you know pop in
3: and we're still you know we're not this big corporate who's got really strict systems and we are so open to what people are doing on a store level that works for them in that store so our managers we've got really creative interesting people who work for us who they do something different at their store and they do something else different here because that's that what works for the client at that restaurant and that's what works for the people in their store and So some of that, you don't necessarily get some of those creative thinking skills and those problem solving if you've only worked in this one restaurant. Right. Speaking of problem solving, I oh. just remembered you were on Guys
2: Grocery Games. I was on Guys <laughs> Whoa. Grocery I, Games.
1: Was I involved in that? No. Okay, good. I was going to say I, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad. Um,
2: so how was ha- that? Yeah.
1: Guy, um, yeah. So, I mean,
2: we have you know, he obviously has some intimate knowledge of of Guys Grocery. Yeah,
1: Games. I mean, maybe a hundred episodes or something oh, just like that. 100? Of, uh, but yeah. as a competitor and a, and, and a judge. Oh. Um, so how how was your experience on Guys Grocery Games?
3: It was super fun. Uh, I hate food competition. Right. This <laughs> okay. Is like, That was the first TV show I ever did. Right, but you did it. I did it, and it was really fun. Right. Um, But I said I'd never do it again. Right. And, of course, I've done another show since then. Oh,
1: there you go. What was the other show?
3: I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet. It hasn't aired yet. Okay, great. Um, We'll we'll,
1: we'll be on the lookout for it.
3: How did
2: Guys Grocery Games come up? about then if you were kind of resistant how did it happen
3: I think uh, I actually have no idea how they yeah. found us Wow! I got an okay. email asking to, to do it and I yeah. thought Someone oh this is weird it. and yep. I thought well I'm just going to keep going with this interview process and we'll just see how it goes right yeah. and uh, it was actually really fun it was a it's, great it, great experience has, who were your judges um, my judges were Artie yeah love her um, Jet well, Lee. you might not love no, her Jet Tila <laughs> okay. Jet Tila <Li>. Jet yeah um, <laughs> He'd take So that. basically take
1: Friends. That. So that was, or was it the first season of Guys Wrestling? No, this oh, okay. was
3: last oh, season. Oh, last year. Okay, got last it. Last year I just did it. Uh, the
1: yeah. non-Richard Blaze season, as we'll yes. refer to it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right. the non lock the non blaze yeah. right. lockout season. My
1: lockout. <laughs> yeah.
3: What uh, did you do? Yeah. It's right? I'm back. Everything's oh, fine. Okay. That's yeah, yeah, good. good. Good.
1: Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and a, and a third judge who we. I can't
3: somebody. remember her name. I'm yeah. so sorry.
1: No one cares about her anyway. No, she was uh, so
3: nice it and could funny. Be Catherine McCord. Oh, that's no. true. No, yeah. I think she I think she had just won, a Food Network. I don't Chef, best yeah,
1: new... Oh, okay. There you go. I don't no worries. Know. I she, don't, she's charming and she's amazing nice. and incredibly so talented. Yeah.
3: She was um, lovely and funny. So we're not, I just forget. Uh yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no worries. I get it. So, but you, you enjoyed the show. Okay? It was fun. Was it the first time meeting Guy Fieri?
3: Yes, it was the first time meeting <laughs> Guy Fieri. Do you well, only need to meet him one time? Well, now we do supper clubs every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Right. right. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> uh, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah he's he a lot of fun on that show. That show... Did you find it challenging?
3: Super challenging. So hard. So hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's like 30 minutes goes by so fast. You think you can do so much and then... It's crazy. Yeah,
1: I love also, especially kind of um, you know coming up through um, like the Top Chef franchise, where you know everyone gets a chip on their shoulder from being on Top Chef. Like we just had Claudette in here, yeah, and um, not that she has a chip on her shoulders, but uh, you're like, oh, we did Top Chef, it's so hard. Then you do like guys Grocery Games, oh, and it, they're all just different races. They're yes. different obstacle courses. Totally. And Guys Grocery Games is one of the toughest. Because of the physicality and the size Running of the store. Running
3: over that place, yeah.
1: Right. So, like, you have 30 minutes, but there's no way you really can start cooking till 25 minutes. Correct. Fastest. Oh, fastest. That's like me knowing a little bit about how the store works. Yes. Uh, and it's really, really tough, and it, yeah. it is one of those things that you just can't really understand it until you go through it.
3: Yeah, I have so much respect for all of you now who've done these top chefs. Show- it's well, wild. Thank I, you. Yeah, I, but
1: uh, that's kind of what happens, right? Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, it is. Like like
3: and mine, it's a different skill set. It's so a total it's, different yeah. skill set. Yeah, and yeah. my, I'm an R&D chef. Like, I will cook the same recipe five times before I present it to anybody. Right. <laughs> and there's <laughs> it no. goes against Yeah, your yeah own. and I, yeah. I, will, I have notebooks with like lots of ideas before I create anything.
1: And you're probably never like well I guess I'll just crush up this bag of Doritos
3: right <laughs> and yeah that sounds great with mayonnaise let's right, exactly. do it
1: what did you make a Dorito mayonnaise yeah dude that's the right,
3: exactly. Dorito
1: aioli right I sound, actually yeah. sounds really sounds delicious it especially Doritos just came out with a flavor called Blaze what's up Doritos oh. I'm trying to like work that like I like Doritos so salty yeah. so delicious yeah But anyway, come come see me. Come see me, Doritos. So you enjoyed your time on there. It was really
3: fun. I did their spicy episode.
1: Oh, so I like That that
3: makes sense. Yes.
1: That makes sense. Uh, But it is. Really, really, really tough show. Speaking of games, Katie Smith, uh, executive uh, creative creative chef of Puesto, former number one right hand of Rick Bayless. I think we can say that. (laughs) Absolutely. Who, by the way, hopefully I've expressed it. I love Rick Bayless. Mm -hmm. I think so. How
2: do you not? Like That's, I can, I can't imagine that there are people out there. There probably are, but just because you're—he's a person, but like he's amazing.
1: You're a pop culture. You, nice you like pop culture. Yeah. I've, always, you know, uh, this will work for. I, I've said this to you many times and other people, but he's very. There's a Ned Flanders quality, of course, to Rick Bayless. Yeah. That is also like soothing. I mean, it's a yoga. It's so thoughtful, but
3: like happy. Yeah, happy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. he's he's got oh, the remember formula. His, remember yeah. his James Beard speech. Oh
1: my gosh. Uh-huh. Last year, the James yes. Beer speech. That was
3: amazing. Yes.
1: Oh was. my I, it was like tear worthy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's
3: beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, I was awesome just tears. an
1: amazing, yeah. an amazing one without question, one of the good guys. Yeah. Uh, but back to Katie Smith. Uh, you ready to play? Yes, also one game? of the good guys.
2: Yes, <laughs> the good guys. <laughs> I, sometimes you phrase things interesting. <laughs> I like I like to
1: leave it out yeah. there as like yes. a little cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, here we go. We're gonna this game is a brand new game to starving for attention. It's called Let's taco about it.
3: Ooh. <laughs> Let's taco about it.
2: Our nine-year-old like made it. up that name. Yes, did she? I like it. Mostly. Shout
1: out to Riley who uh, came it. up with the game. Hey We've Riley. been doing fun, playing yeah. different games. Yeah. Um, so this one obviously is all about sort of uh, tacos or Mexican cuisine in general. Okay. I also
2: want to say, lucky you for working with tacos. Maybe you feel differently, but I feel like I could eat tacos every day. And I don't feel like that about like necessarily the food we do.
1: It's one of the best reasons (laughs) of like you can't like listen. Like so lucky. I can't eat pizza every day. I can't eat pasta every day. I want to eat burgers every day, but I can't. Yeah. But tacos, you can. You can. can. There's a lightness about it. Also, I just realized this. Our podcast drops on Tuesdays. It's Taco Tuesday. Tuesday.
2: We got a title already. We got a title
1: (laughs) for this (laughs) episode. All right, let's taco about it with Katie Smith. Really, just your thoughts. You're going to say which one of these things that you like. Okay. And if you want to expand on it, that always works. And you've been a great personality, so we're not going to have any problems with that. Uh, Soft or crispy tacos?
3: Soft, but I am not mad at a crispy. So we last year and we're going to do it again I'm just not sure when one of our tacos of the month we did a we sort of did our version of the classic Taco Bell taco yes beef picadillo but we made our own sauce like our our own like ours was a wet mixture for it instead of like a dry powder taco shell right our taco uh, powder you know taco seasoning yeah Yeah. and then we made our own crispy tacos with our heirloom blue corn tortillas right it was really yeah
1: like your meat wasn't coming out of a pastry bag it was totally different but absolutely I grew up with those like crispy tacos me too and like I mean we don't really get a lot into like cooking but like here's the key with the crispy taco the middle whatever's in the crispy taco shouldn't be crispy Correct. like you want that like duality of contrast of texture right yes. so you got a soft tortilla then maybe if there's something crunchy inside of it like these crispy onions I'm looking at that makes sense
3: yeah.
1: um, like I love also I love raw like raw fish in crispy too. tacos like I also
3: love I love a, a nice soft hot fresh tortilla with a cold vegetable filling right Mm -hmm. it's something that most people are not familiar with Katie
1: Smith is going next next level not only contrast and texture but contrast and temperature yeah Yeah.
3: I really like it that's
1: on some award winning stuff right there okay I like it there was an answer but a follow up to the answer (laughs) Uh, flour or corn
3: corn Corn, but for breakfast I want flour. Ooh, okay. Breakfast now, you, now you gotta yeah.
1: break that Egg down. Tacos
3: well, with flour tortillas. That's right. True. Yeah. My um, wife is Mexican, and yeah. her aunt makes homemade flour tortillas. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah, god. That's, yeah, that's 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 breakfast the real deal. Breakfast tacos with yeah. like fresh homemade flour. tortillas. Don't lose
1: respect for me. I know that there's kind of more flavor in corn, but like I love a stretchy yeah. flour mm-hmm. tortilla. I'm gonna brag a little bit. Humble I won brag? Uh, <laughs> humble brag. Uh, no, obvious like outright outright yeah, black okay. black just brag. I uh, just normal <laughs> brag. Um, I won remember I won that taco competition in the Austin Food and Wine? I, I won a, I won a taco. I got a guitar. Yeah. And it was with a soft, a soft, stretchy. Oh, Rick was there. Was he? No, he was. He He what? You
2: also want a taco. I beat Rick Bayless. You also want a taco challenge on Top Chef. That's right. With With, with, with 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 Rick Bayless Bayless. as a judge. We're in some weird. (laughs) I forgot about that. I did
1: a taco on Top Chef my first season. Uh, Bayless was the judge. (laughs) And I did as a shell. I used jicama and he beautiful. just thought that was beautiful and I, I remember because that was like wasn't it supposed big to go time. on the
2: menu there or something it, it did it did for like yes, yeah, that's amazing like, of course it
1: did he's a man of his See? word
2: of
3: course it did
1: um, but he was yes. like this reminds me of like the modern food in Mexico City right now and I was like I'll oh, be still my heart <laughs> Rick Bayless give me a tear, shout out
3: just one single uh, avocados oh yeah
1: or guacamole
3: avocados mm. oh
1: I like that that's a yeah. chef answer right yeah. there right Yeah. remember when that person on Real Housewives I just admitted that I watch Real Housewives Same. uh Mm-hmm. Didn't you know what guacamole was. Who was it? It was the early really? yeah. It was um exactly. Kim what you're Kim uh, Zolziak. Yeah. Zolziak
3: yeah. yeah, Atlanta. Who was
1: like didn't know or didn't know what guacamole was. It was like why is it green? Uh huh. Like,
3: Total
1: sense. Uh, yeah. I, I throw back there. Uh, cilantro or nah? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, nice. In cilantro. everything,
3: on everything, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I. You know what I like. Is that cilantro. a
3: stipulation for hiring? Yes, yes.
2: It's an Got interview it. question. Yes.
1: Kind it of, because some people, not yourself, no, oh, yeah. you're at Saffron. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Fabio, you know Fabio yes. Viviani, uh, he he thinks it tastes like soap. Some soap. people think cilantro has that soapy soap. Sort of
3: I've heard it's genetic. Right. I've heard literally that. heard it's genetic.
1: Yeah. I'm going to curse. Ooh. I just say that for parents. I eat cilantro like a f-ing rabbit. Agreed. Like, I love like just like it's a bouquet, just around stems and all. Yes. I just love it. Yeah. Like Actually, a matter thai fact, herb
3: salad with tons of oh. cilantro yes. in it. Yes. Oh. Yes.
1: Or even like the roots. Have you ever had like the like if you really pull it out of yes. the ground and you get like to that root where it's mm-hmm. like, it's like cilantro on steroids. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's just really it really sense. delicious. Okay, cilantro fans. Yes. We're getting really excited <laughs> about cilantro. <laughs> all right, steak or chicken.
3: Ooh, uh, in a taco, yeah, yeah, chicken. Just,
1: the game is called Let's Taco yeah. about it. You're yeah, right. okay. Uh,
3: okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 chicken. Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: everyone loves chicken. Well, there are some
3: chicken tacos. That are
1: All right. Well, then let's tacos. follow that one up. It's not on the list, but thigh or breast. Mm,
3: thigh.
1: There we go. You got to go. Yeah. Chef's yeah. yeah, you yeah. got to You got it. Totally. Do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you, it's almost—it's a great. Also, chicken thigh for those of you who are going to be on one of these shows, like Katie was on Guys Grocery Games, whatever it is. Chicken thigh is—you can't. You, it's hard to screw up.
3: As long as you cook up. it
1: enough, it, you, it's almost impossible to overcook. You can yeah. braise it. You can just chop it up, throw it in a taco. So, so, so easy easy hack right there. Okay. Uh, Baja style or al pastor?
3: Ooh, today. It changes sure. every day. Oh, yeah. see, that's,
1: that's the answer, today, which gives yeah. well, you today like super. Nice. Today I'm going Baja. to Baja next week. Is that because it's oh, sunny? Nice. You're going to Baja? We
3: just changed our, our Baja batter, and I really feel good about it. Nice. I'm excited about it.
1: Nice. Well, you live up in Orange County, but like I'm a little bit. Um, this is going off the uh, off the road here for the game for a second. Yeah. The, the Baja thing bothers me a little bit as a local San Diego chef because Baja gets so much attention. Yes. When there's so many great things happening in San Diego, and we're only five miles apart. Yeah. Ten miles apart, and it's I don't know I'm just I'm crying right now. Yeah. Go Bust out the violin right. for the San Diego yeah. chef. But you okay. know,
3: I think I think I hope it's changing. I think like Thank the you. San Diego food scene has really changed. You guys are obviously a big part of that, and right. um, I think. I think it's coming up and it's going to have well, its
1: time. Very kind of you. And also, honestly, you're part of that. Like, we're all part of that together. Uh, crema or salsa?
3: Uh, salsa. Salsa. Mm. Nice. Yeah.
1: But crema is fun to say.
3: Oh, I want all of it. I if think I could ver- have both. Yeah, yeah
1: verbally, crema is a better thing to yeah, say. I absolutely. Feel like. uh, this one is going to, I hope I'm not insulting you. Ooh. Uh, Taco Bell or Del Taco? Del Taco. Oh. I,
3: I, I have a hard time saying that. We literally just went to the Taco Bell headquarters, and it was the coolest ever. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. So cool. Where is their headquarters? In Irvine. Really? We got a, yes, yeah. we got a tour. I did not yeah. know that. They set up the line for us so we could make our own Taco Bell creations. Oh I want to go to the Taco Why Bell. Why are we not on that oh. list?
1: Can you it share was, that contact yes. with us? Yeah, right?
3: Yes, we can. We'll set trade set something set for it that. It was so the cool. It was magic. Yeah.
1: Oh, The kids right. won't come because they'll fall in love with it. I... No, yeah, I've never had Del Taco. That's embarrassing.
3: But I grew up in Irvine. Like, yeah. Right. Like
1: uh, I love Taco Del Taco, Taco Bell. breakfast burrito. When I was a that fat was kid, I've, I've lost like 60, 70 pounds in like the last wow. eight years or so. I would like, uh, even after like working a shift at a fine dining restaurant, I'd go to Taco Bell. I'd eat so much Taco so Bell that So what's your Taco like. Bell order? Mine was, I used to love Mexi Melt.
3: Mexi Melt. Yes. Yes, I'm Mexi Melt. I don't melt. even, mm-hmm.
1: right. Yeah. It's like this, the steamy, ch- ooey gooey cheese. So they literally
3: steam it right I learned the secret oh wow they have a steamer yes so it's like
1: a tray of them go Uh, in I could could eat 19 of them Mm -hmm. a matter of fact if you're out there I will challenge you you. if Taco Bell wants to jump in as a sponsor here um, (laughs) let's let's (laughs) do it All right, here we go uh this one's not fair. Rick well, or Skip? Not,
2: this is not in a taco.
1: Bayless. <laughs> not in a taco. Well, let's talk about it. Well, yeah.
3: Skip yeah. in a taco, but Rick to eat tacos with. <laughs> there that. we go.
1: There we go. So we'll throw, we'd have to throw Rick on the grill a little bit. All right, LA or San Diego?
3: San Diego. There
1: you go. Is it that's because we're in San Diego right now? No. Okay. It's good. like that's we're warm. the
3: underdogs. We're we're it's coming kind of, up. That's what it is. You
0: yeah. got a root for us. And even sister. like,
1: and yeah. even Orange County, right? Let's let's say it. Like, totally. there's an underdog thing. Yeah. And like when we talk about food and restaurants, it's like we have the same ingredients in yes. San Diego and Orange County. We yeah. have the same labor force, if not better. The yes. if not better. Yeah. But 100%. there's just a little bit more. I'm from LA. I'm from San Francisco. Yeah, we're more we get laid back. It's a little. And I love LA and San Francisco. Taco Donut. <laughs> or donut taco, this we is. We don't a, even know what the other one, is. Know know the other one is, but the this is a puesto taco. question.
3: I'm gonna say. Just uh, to visualize it. The taco donut. Yeah. Now,
1: what is the taco donut? Tell,
3: tell us. Well, the taco donut, uh, donut taco, is something we came <laughs> up with. I'm not even. I don't remember what it's called okay. anymore <laughs> now. Right. Donut. It's taco Thank donut. Thank you. Right? Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah.
3: One of those. We're getting two. a check
1: <laughs> off from the PR next door.
3: Donut.
1: Great. My lawyer
3: says it's. There you go. It's a it's a
1: concoction of.
3: it's. It's a it's a huge huge taco in the shape of a donut. There we go. Uh, we base it's it's very similar to our hero taco so our secret menu edible style mm, taco basically. You Perfect. Uh, you know, we saw this donut trend on the internet and we were like we should We trend. can do better. Right. Yeah. We, so, yeah. but we maybe did. we
1: could do a sa- maybe maybe we got to work some sort of like uh, Mexican ingredients into a savory uh, donut. I'm
2: still trying to picture what a donut taco is. I don't
1: know. We'll figure the it out. The other way around. Like uh, a donut wrap. This is, this isn't let's talk about it. okay well here we go um, last question yeah, and more of more of a philosophy than Ooh. even like a, a question what's your perfect taco
3: My perfect taco is any kind of braised meat, so the cheap cuts of meat, whatever it is, braised till it's like super tender and then a super spicy salsa and fresh cilantro. Nice. So
1: where's your, where's super your classic. super simple yeah. too? Like only super a couple simple. of ingredients. Yeah. And um, like
3: really great tortillas.
1: Where's your spice tolerance? Like, are you like
3: I'm, ghost it, pepper
1: level? It's pretty level? high
3: for a white lady.
1: Yeah. Okay. There you yeah. go.
3: But only for a white lady. I'm probably like a, like at a Thai restaurant. Are you like a four? Uh, or a no, i like or a seven. Six point five
1: seven. Okay, Remember when okay. your when your mom yeah. was like, "Give me Thai national level spice at a Thai restaurant," and it My was like she was a lot on of fire. In Central
2: America, so she does have a very high spice tolerance. But, but even that—that's like a different
3: thai, level. Yeah, and and
1: and, and, and Thai color. chilies are different. It's different than it's like different. Mexican chilies, which you know. I mean, it There's gets. There's like crazy. a
3: front of the mouth heat, which mm. I think is really I think is really hard, and right. I think that's more Thai. Whereas yeah. like. A lot of the fresh chilies from Mexico, it's the back of the, back of the throat. And it, like, it's, it's a nice one, but it doesn't affect your palate. You can still keep tasting and things. And it fades, right? It a fades. little bit,
1: which is, the, which is kind of the key. As
3: opposed to like, your whole mouth is tingling and yeah. numb. Exactly.
1: Um, Katie Smith from Puesto, the executive uh, creative chef, R&D master. Uh, <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us. The last thing we do on Starving for Attention is ask you to 86. It's 86. It could be anything in the world, something today. Hopefully it's not us. Uh, What does Katie Smith want to 86?
3: Oh, you know, I want to 86, this new wave of, I think... Okay. I think with food media and food TV, we've got a lot of people who think they're going to instantly become famous and they think they can go to culinary school and then get a TV show. And I, I want to 86 people who aren't willing to put the time in kitchens because there's so much that you learn about not just cooking, but about life (laughs) and work ethics that happen working in a kitchen.
1: Nice. Nice. Well said. Um, I just remember too when you said that though, I was thinking about Salt Bay because I'm obsessed. But then I, my joke at the James Beard Foundation last year was my joke was Salt Bayless.
2: Oh, that was a good joke. Oh, ahead of its, yeah. ahead of its time. Ahead
1: of its time. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you. We're for gonna me. have to do it again. Please. And when I say do it again, mean I'm gonna sit down and feed me as many tacos as you had today. That,
3: <laughs> that's Anytime. that's gonna have to happen. We need to make a chicken oyster taco now.
1: Oh, well, first you know. of all, we'll collab. We'll collab. We need to collab. Yeah. yeah. There needs to be more collaboration. It kind of goes back to what you're saying too. And real quick, a comment on your thing. Like you paid your dues before you started getting these. This, these awesome positions, and like, yeah, if you're gonna do something in the food world, you gotta spend a couple years cooking. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, or, or your magic, and like, you're maybe even Rachel Ray, Guy Fieri, all these people who are superstars, they paid their dues yeah. doing things that you have no idea how but hard they know. worked. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Hey, everyone, do us a favor: head on over to Apple Podcasts, and I know you love this episode, so tell Katie Smith that you loved it. Tell us that you loved it. Write a review. Subscribe. Hey, subscriptions are free. So, like, just do it. Like, it's not costing any money.
2: Subscriptions are love.
1: Subscriptions are love. Uh, We're cruising up on 50 episodes, over 200 reviews, or just around 200 reviews. Thank you for the five-star rating. It's my only five-star thing I've ever done. So I really, really appreciate it. Uh, uh, we're having a lot of fun. Write us the review. Find us on Instagram. What's the Puesto Instagram handle?
3: At Eat Puesto. At Eat
1: Puesto. You can find me at at Richard Blaze, at Jasmine Blaze, and at Starving the Number Four Pod. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We're going to eat a bunch of tacos. And until next week, stay hungry. I'm
0: hungry right now. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or Podcast One dot com. Trending on Podcast One.
2: I'm obviously not a parent, but yeah. thinking from the you outside. Tucker Doodle Dog. <laughs> of course. That's <laughs> true, but I don't have to have tough conversations yeah. with Tucker.
0: Don't miss Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One. If you're a fan of Off the Vine, you may also like other shows like Lady Gang, Heather DeBros World, and Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. All of these shows and more can be found exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the new Podcast One app.